0: afternoon good evening wherever you listen to this podcast my name is Petra Diener I'm heading the Managed Spring Services Association Education Committee and we would like to welcome you to our series of um, MPSA podcasts now this is the very first one in this whole series and today we would like to talk about the, the the current situation of managed print services as we know it and also take a look where it comes from where it's going to. But first of all, let me uh, briefly introduce uh, MPSA, it's an international independent industry body uh, providing education, research and best practices to help organizations actively manage and optimize their document output devices and related business processes. In, uh, as I said, in today's podcast, we're going to look a bit at the Managed Print Services history, current state and future. But let me introduce the team first. Um, Laurie McLevish, if you would please um, start out and give us a brief introduction, who you are and why we have you on this team today.
1: Yes. Well, thank you very much, Petra. My name is Lori McLevish, as Petra said. I began in this industry over 20 years ago, and I've spent countless hours in the field with sales representatives managing and teaching and assisting in every step of the sales process, and yet today, currently I am the sales development manager for Print Audit, and I help our dealers build and or strengthen their NPS offering by teaching them and the sales organization about the programs and products that we deliver and how to position them for uh, the most gross profit, as well as I'm the seat-based billing mentorship program leader. And I just love this industry and how it's, how, where it's been, where it's going. uh I'm excited about the call today.
0: Thank you, Lori. Aldo Spenceri with Clover Imaging or is it technology now? Please help me out, Aldo.
2: Hi, everyone. Yeah, so it's actually Clover Services Group. My name is Aldo Spenciari, and I'm the uh, Senior Vice President of our Access Professional Services Group under the Clover Services Group. So Clover Technologies uh, is the uh, the main company. Underneath Clover Technologies is our imaging group, uh, which is um, really the, the currency we trade in, um, the, to- the ink and toner. That we remanufacture and sell through distribution and through dealers. Um, where I'm involved, along with uh, others uh, in, in the professional services group, is to bring solutions uh, to uh, the dealers that'll help us uh, help them with their with their customer base. So I, I've been involved in in the data products and printer supplies aftermarket for, and I'm going to say this for over thirty years. Um, about 17 years of that specifically in the reman industry and about 14 years of that uh is uh, has been involved with MPS I'm a proud architect of our access program uh, and it's it's a program that's grown quite substantially uh, from the very beginnings of what people called remote print management through managed print and um and now into the future and we'll we'll talk a little bit about that uh in a little bit a uh, little bit later in the podcast
0: Thank you Alderwell. That is a very impressive history and I'm sure we're going to pick your brain on a lot of things during this podcast and many others to come. Um, next up is Bill McVicker. If you could please introduce yourself. Thank you.
3: Yes. Um, thank you, Petra. My name is Bill McVicker. Um, I've been in software and hardware support with various companies for about the last 25, 26 years. Um, and I've been managing the support department here at American Printware for the last 17 um, we are a small software company who provide data translation tools and print management tools. And I've been immersed in the MPS since 2006, looking at it from an assessment to implementation to service through the whole process. That's well, it for me. You.
0: Thank you, Bill. <laughs> I see we have another long standing brain here that's really great, and I'm sure our audience is going to appreciate that. Ed Mosteller, please.
4: Thanks. Patron, hey, this is Ed Monsteller. I have uh, as well a number of years experience primarily within the assessment phase of managed print. I managed the Lexmark Professionals Consulting Team for a number of years where we did uh numerous assessments, um, then led Newfield IT and um, now Perform IT, uh, both software and services companies focus on the MPS sales process and uh, helping both dealers and OEMs get uh, efficient and um, productive deals when they close their MPS deals.
0: Thank you, Ed. Um, Sounds like we have a lot to learn from you regarding assessments then. Uh, Next up is Mitchell, and Mitchell joins us from the very other side of the planet, from Australia. It's uh, what time in the morning with you at the moment?
5: It's actually not too uh, late in the morning. It's uh, about 7 a.m., Petra.
0: Perfect. Mitchell, who are you?
5: Great, Petra. Thank you for the introduction. Um, uh, My name is Mitchell Philby. I have been operating in the industry for just around 30 years as well. I run a company, founded a company called First Rock Consulting. Uh, We're a uh, global industry analyst business uh, focused on strategy, innovation, and uh, I've had a background in uh, both um, office and production across a number of uh, vendors in the past, and I've worked both on the client side, working with the CIOs for the major large organizations, but also um, with the OEMs and the dealer network. And uh, I spend a lot of time in the innovation space, helping large organisations innovate and helping distressed organisations or market segments uh, move out of their current markets and evolve into new markets. So I uh, have a fairly wide gamut. So it's been great to be on the call today. I look forward to uh, joining uh, the other great speakers this morning.
0: Thank you, Mitchell. And again, uh, I think we have somebody who has a wealth of experience. And uh, looks like if somebody is stuck, you would be the right person to talk to. Now, um, oh, quickly, maybe to myself. (laughs) I was just going to say that. I was going to (laughs) say,
1: Petra, what did we know about you?
0: (laughs) Oh, well, so Petra Diener, I'm CEO of Three Across the Sea, and we specialize in content marketing. And guess what? Um, We service quite a number of managed print services, Companies to help getting their message out correctly. And together with Laurie, um, I'm heading the education committee at the MPSA. And yeah, it was my pleasure to lead that podcast today. And uh, having said that, let's have a look at the history maybe of managed print services. Where did it all start? I mean, we have those uh, very experienced colleagues on the call. Maybe Ed, you can, you can start and, and give us a brief insight from from your end. Where, where does NPS come from and, and where do you think we are now with, with these services and software packages, solutions, philosophies maybe even?
4: Right. Thanks, Petra. I think um, ManagePrint started for many reasons uh, many years ago. Um, one of those was the convergence of technology between print and copy to uh, multifunction machines. Um, many, many years ago, the printers and the copiers never crossed paths, and the people that owned them never crossed paths, and that started to converge. So the manufacturers themselves realized they need to protect footprints, protect supplies, protect services. So to do that. They basically packaged it into a managed print, and that way they were pulled into a multi-year contract. Same way you would see in um, servers or or computing where you would have multi-year contracts. And then on the other side, the companies, uh, the end-user companies, were starting to be reluctant to spend time on output. They pretty much want to turn that over, let somebody else manage my output, manage my print. And so those two things kind of work together to create the beginning of managed print. Where we've come from there, we've added some services, we've added some capabilities, we've created some uh, different kind of pricing plans. But I'll let let, uh, Mitchell and Bill talk more about how we continue to evolve.
0: Thanks, Ed. Uh, That uh, sounds like you you really were there from day one. Mitchell, uh, what's the Australian take on that or is it like a global take?
5: Um, I think there's more of a global take and and I guess uh, taking on from what Ed said, uh, I guess there were a couple of milestones that really occurred and I think uh, Ed talked to where we saw the digital um, uh, MFDs come into play around about, 2000, 2005, 2006, uh, when the analog moved into digital. So that was a fairly important milestone. But I think for me where I saw the, the greatest milestone of uh, managed print service where it evolved, even though we would talk about certain brands doing NPS uh, in the late uh, 90s, and, and I certainly know of that because I was involved in some of the early ones with uh, production in Xerox. Uh, Xerox was very early in that production area where we managed the uh, the print rooms, but also uh, we started to expand out into the office area and started to manage fleet. But it was a very generic fleet of Xerox brands rather than a mixed fleet. May have been a little bit different in the US, but or other locations. But uh, as long as that was the case in Australia. But personally, I, I think the the turning point for me was really about two thousand eight and two thousand nine, and this really kind of struck me as a, a turning point for the OEMs, where the OEMs. Um, had a fairly strong dealership programs and controlled the destiny of the dealers because of their financing capability uh, that the brands had and also the service service capability that the brands had to support the dealers. So the dealers at that time were very uh, supported by the brand but also very loyal to the brand because they had to have support. But about 2008, 2009, um, we started seeing um, certain technologies come in where they provided – the independent capability for these providers, service providers, to actually become independent of a brand. And they were technology tools such as Print Audit and FM Audit, where they were tools where the, a dealer would actually have access to data on the devices. And because they could get data on the devices, they were actually allowed to have finance capability because the financiers at the time need to make sure that they could actually uh, charge or finance um, against, a, a, I guess, a database or a meter reading type of application which can mm. audit been what we're providing um, through that kind of meter reading. And so what occurred from that process is that because of the ability for those providers to become independent and not be supported by, uh, I guess, the brands, OEMs providing the meter reads or them supporting the financial capability of funding those devices in, uh, in the field, the providers, independent providers, started to realise that they gave their own finance. And as they started to realise that more, they actually started to move away from uh, being dictated or uh, or being dedicated to actual an OEM brand, and they became mixed fleets or they had the capability of working with different brands so they could actually be a pure independent player. So around 2008-9 was, I think, turning point. Uh, I know certainly in Australia we started to see a lot of dealers push away from very much the dedicated brand um, relationship. Um, they're still obviously in some cases dedicated to those brands, but a lot of them have moved away and been purely independent. And right. I think that's been a push more and more. And as they, they've done that, those independents now bred, bred, I guess, wider into the field to support their clients differently because they've learned to provide more capability and different capabilities where organisations are now trying to digitise and um, as organisations digitise, they want the agility that digital gives them and and in, in tune have actually forced these uh, independent dealers to be broader in what, what their capability can be. And now they're spreading into different services, mm-hmm. uh, IT services, uh, cloud applications, and also other uh, IT and cloud-based relationship uh, capabilities. So I think that's become a broader brush now uh, for a lot of these independents and, and the OEMs now are, are now Resurging back again, trying to provide different technology tools, uh, like Key Connect from Xerox are trying to do with app based capabilities. So they're all, they're all merging again. They're all trying to do different things. But at the moment, there's a, there's probably a a lot of diversity in different segments and markets, depending on where you operate as a, a dealer or where
0: you operate as an OEM. So th- this actually sounds like when when you hear people in the market say so is oh there wasn't much going on in MPS at all over the past uh, 20 years it sounds like there was massive uh movement there bill what would your five pennies to that be
3: I uh, I I agree with it a lot um the problem usually comes down to with uh, with with MPS as a buzzword, manage print services—what exactly does it mean? And it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Mitchell's right; a lot of people used it with to to be able to branch out into into IT services and things like that. Um, others are just using it—you know—the way they've always used it—you know, accurate billing, no more guesswork, no more visiting customers to check meters. They sit at their desk and they get a report every month that tells them what to bill. But that's not managing That's well you maybe you're managing your own profit margin but you're not managing the customer um today there are a lot of dealers and some software companies looking into the next step what could management services manage print services really be if you drill down if you work with the customer to improve their environment while maximizing profit margins If you had user metrics to track behavior and analyze that to remove waste and maximize usage, if you could get accurate billing information from non-connected desktop printers instead of just the connected network devices, answering questions like these could allow a truly managed print environment and by analyzing it monthly or even quarterly, provide an ongoing service.
0: That's uh, a lot um, to consider. There, Laurie, from from your point of view, um, I mean, you your software um, company you work for, you monitor that. How do you see like the how it evolved or managed print services over the over the past years, and and maybe also you can you can lead us into uh, the, the many ways we we see managed print services today.
1: Sure. Um, Thank you, Petra. And honestly, with what everybody said beforehand, I could almost reiterate everything that they said. But regarding managed print, you know, I almost think with the technology being introduced into the world, and Mitchell mentioned it, you know, back in 2008, 2009, when print services really uh, became a a thing, you know, managing print really became a thing and collecting meters automated. you know, I think dealers started to acquire other dealers. And so with technology, with acquisition moves, I think dealers saw different ways of doing business based on the acquisitions, the acquisitions of other office equipment dealers. Maybe they were further along with the technology, um, maybe acquisition of other managed services providers, so IT services providers. So I think with the technology itself, and we all know how technology keeps um increasing and improving exponentially year over year, uh, I think that has really changed the market uh, from an MPS standpoint, where it used to be just collecting meters. And now to Bill's point, it isn't just about meters anymore. It's all about really managing the users in the environment, the processes that they print from, you know, it, it's the whole gamut. and uh, And technology has allowed us to do that. So um, picking you up
0: on that one, if, if I would say managed print service is not just about managing printers, but also about managing documents, managing users, managing, I don't know, maybe even security, would that be leaning out of the window too far? Or would you say that's actually where we're going at the moment?
1: Oh, absolutely. And as a segue to the to a definition of what MPS is, I travel all over North America and I ask office equipment dealers, the sales reps, to tell me what their definition of MPS is. And honestly, the answer varies as much as there are people in the room. Hmm. Yeah, that, that,
0: I would have expected that. Mitchell, um, again, you know, we, we got the international uh, representative here. Um, would you agree? Do you have as many definitions of managed print services as North America, or maybe even more?
5: Look, I think uh, a lot of um, organizations, regardless of where they're physically located or where they operate out of, have a different flavor of MPS um, that they've kind of developed, and, and that's really because even though they've used um, managing print as a baseline to um, attract their customers and, and actually work with their customers as a framework to um, establish their business, they have also are now divesting, as I mentioned before, into different areas. And and, and that's probably um, never going to change because that's what business is all about. You evolve based on what your customers' needs and requirements are. And you, the first uh, the biggest challenge is always to, to win that first client arrangement. And when you do, the best thing then is to obviously work really hard at that client, and, and make sure you provide the the services and quality that that client wants. And we're seeing more and more clients now have also transitioned that they're not necessarily buying the hardware or the, the the software or the service that you provide; they're buying an the outcome. Um, so clients are now actually requesting an outcome. They don't care which brand or which model, car will or Ford or that they want, they just want the outcome. So it's becoming very brand agnostic in that sense uh, from a, from an end customer point of view. So, you know, from MPS's point of view, it, it's a great platform to uh, work with clients and the more you work with clients, the more you understand their business problems, the more you understand their business problems, the more you can adapt, evolve and innovate with that client to other areas of their business. And um, we see that more so in regional Um, areas of of business more so than metro. And and the reason I say that, and I can talk to Australia on that, our regional business uh, had to adapt because they were part of a smaller community and everyone knew each other. And uh, what we saw were certain regional locations develop really good capabilities because they didn't want the big end of town coming into the regional area because they wanted the local support, because they didn't want the big end of town coming in, doing some work and getting out. They wanted a higher contact point and, and more touch on, on that perspective, that particular application or technology. So what we end up seeing regional areas is those regional areas growing and morphing out their capabilities to service the support and um, work that they need to do for a local client. So we're seeing lots of different businesses um, augment their capabilities and their service offerings based on the client. So MPS. Has broad aspects of um, different definitions, depending on what your customers are requiring, and that's how it evolves. But NPS is still a, a very strong platform, um, just like IT managed services. They are different, but they're similar in different ways.
0: So, if I would say it's more about the well-being and success of the customer rather than just a very strict bundle of hardware and software, I would lead us in the right direction. Aldo, is that something you could maybe chip in from from your experience and and point of view, what you're currently working on?
2: Yeah, definitely. But even before I get into that, um, I do want to talk about what NPS is not, because there's still a misconception, I believe, in the market that NPS is all about cost per page or cost per seat or cost per device. Um, you know, those are the billing mechanisms between the provider and the customer. And, and the unfortunate part, because a lot of the MPS providers and resellers, uh, were transactional folks, um, you know, they still focus on what the cost of the program is, as opposed to deriving and understanding what the pain points are at the customer and bringing a solution, which is really what managed print is. Um, so, you know, if, if we look at, um, you know, true managed print, Um, as seen as a benefit to the customer, you know, manage print really is is um, is the solution that alleviates some of the pain points at at the end user, Uh, and that's why we're doing it. So, but now what we're starting to see is is you know the evolution of manage print, right? And uh, you know Laurie touched on that a little bit before, and and managing the document, Uh, and I truly believe that uh, you know future uh, manage print is going to evolve into a subset of managing the document and that document from cradle to grave, right? From, from that document being uh, first created right through being uh, either printed or stored digitally Uh, and, and um, you know, bringing that benefit to the customer of, of um, uh, following the document uh, all the way through that printed document As a provider, we're going to make sure that when they do want to print that document, that that device that they're printing on is the right device at the right cost. So looking at the full business process, looking at that full document solution behind that managed print, you know that's really the benefit uh, for the customers, providing that overall uh, significant savings to the end user. Because unfortunately, a lot of the end users don't understand what their cost of print is or the cost of ownership. And by being a true MPS provider and MDS provider uh, through managed document services, we can really refine the business processes, bring them some real cost savings behind the print, um, and, and bringing real benefit to the customer regardless of what that uh, cost of the, uh, the solution is. So, you know, taking away the, the onus from or, or even the um, what I hear a lot of is the race to the bottom on, on the cost per page is turning that around and bringing that as a true solution to the customer.
0: Mm. So basically that sounds like really good for me and I hope also for our audience, because I have the feeling that sometimes people are afraid that management service is a very strict framework, but it sounds listening to all of you that there's a lot of freedom as long as you have the customer and their benefit and their savings in focus. And obviously, um, Adopt some new technologies to 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 bring the customer to to a really good future-proof state. Now talking about the future here, um, we heard about the past of the managed print service, and we are almost closing in on on today's podcast. A, a quick um, question into the round: What for our audience would you say as a takeaway for the the future of managed print services will be? Maybe Ed, you can you can pick that up
4: first. Sure, Petra. I think really continuing on from what Aldo was saying, we're going to continue to see convergence of technology. Um, Documents are going to be handled dozens of different ways, and your multifunction device is going to be that digital on-ramp. Today they are servers. They're industry kiosks. Someday they may make your coffee for you. Who knows where this is going to end up? Um, and it is really that document management. We're seeing apps now on all these machines that are allowing you to, um, scan in a document into an audio file. I mean, that's, that's crazy. We never would have been somewhere like that 10 years ago. We're seeing, um, devices that can be very specific to healthcare or legal. And that will continue to grow. And so that means that contractually the OEMs and dealers will be blending that output that the smaller part, which is that cost per page that Aldo talked about, will be combined with things like desktop support, security, document management, um, and other ways to grow the business that isn't putting um, basically dots on print. So. I think we're just going to continue to see that um, what managed print looks like 5, 10 years from now may be nothing like what we saw 5, 10 years before because these devices are now going to be doing a little bit of everything. And that workflow isn't going to be as much about the paper, but about the information as it travels through the company.
0: Wow. Oh, I wasn't aware that we can now scan to audio. That is something I'm definitely going to look into. Mitchell, from your point of view, uh, what would you think, where are we heading with managed print services now or in the near future?
5: Yeah, look, it's it's a, um interesting uh, conversation because, uh, you know, being very fortunate enough to uh, work on both areas of, of the industry, both on the, the print side, digitalization side, from the OEMs, the dealers, and understanding the global aspects of that, but also working with the end clients and understanding what they're trying to do, it gives you a great perspective and viewpoint to kind of look at this. And uh, I probably will have to kind of bring into a kind of an imagery kind of perspective. And it's like looking at two sides of a scenario. Um, it might be a piece of paper with a line through the bit, and there's one side talks about the maturity of an industry, and the other side talks about the maturity uh, or capabilities of of an end client. They're all evolving at different speeds at different rates. Some accelerating faster, some are are not uh, at that speed because they're more conservative. And and therefore, what you have to have on on, on the office automation or office print side, you have to have different organisations that are moving at different speeds to accommodate their clients. So there are some clients, there are some or some channels that uh, print channels that uh, you know are still doing the fairly basic uh, managed print in the sense that they you know they are chasing um, assets, uh, more devices in the field, and they're managing the cost per copy programs, and they and they think they're into NPS. And sure, that 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 works because some of their clients are happy just to, to look at that. Where others uh, are very much into more automation, and they're looking at. Different types of software and, and IT services to evolve the, the smart office into a client who's very mature and wants to actually, you know, automate their processes and be more agile. And they want to digitise their the physical paper into digital content, so they're moving at different speeds. Um, but we also see a, a changing of, of of technology where we are seeing robotics, we're seeing robotic automation coming in, artificial intelligence, and we'll see blockchain come in um, to supply chains of, of documentation. And what that will mean is that there, as, as documents come through an organisation, they'll be actually seeing a blockchain application and they'll be actually then certified and uh, give, um, I, I guess, more credibility and quality to a document as it moves through a process. So, again, that doesn't mean that management services will move into blockchain, but it's about, the industry being more aware of how end clients are actually managing both documents and data. And that gives rise to other application services such as IoT, Internet of Things, where data uh, will be actually a, a bigger challenge for a lot of organisations because as they start to put technologies out in the field um, for you know, capturing data points from different technologies, they need to be mapped and they need to be analysed very much like print is today and they need to be able to provide a mechanism of analysis and they need to provide predictive analytics on what that looks like. So it is divesting, as I said, it's augmenting in different different areas but print still can be evolved in all those facets um, based on the maturity of the client and I think they just have to be matched off to the right client. So some clients, as I said, will be very happy with just basic management services in a a very simple form and others will be more mature around that. So it will continue to evolve um, but with the advent of all this new technology coming in with different artificial intelligence and and blockchain and um, robotic automation um, is also also meaning that the management services organizations need to evolve and understand what that means as well. So I think it's it's a moving target and a moving feast, but that creates opportunity but knowing your client Uh, from the inside understanding their problems is is still key to any business.
0: Wow, that uh, sounds like there's a lot of learning to do, which means like we have a lot of work to do for our audience here. Laurie, what would you say um, lays ahead of us in regards to to the evolving landscape of managed print services?
1: Well, since I'm involved in teaching directly, the learning part, uh, what Mitchell said about the Um, the client, you know, the dealer has to match kind of the clients where they're at technology. I think um, that the struggle has been because I think a lot of people out there uh, are still, it's amazing to me when I go out and do training, that it's amazing to me that there are still dealers out there that are just selling boxes. And I think that not only does the dealer need to meet the, their client at their technology level, I think the dealer needs to step up to the plate and really start implementing technology. And I truly am seeing it, and I see it working where dealers are using some type of software to get their foot in the door early, helping their end-user customers maybe right-size their fleet or with other um, growing revenue streams you know, to capture more wallet share within the organization. Uh, not even not even looking at hardware and I I'm thinking that there are people listening to this podcast that are going to cringe a little bit thinking how in the world am I going to make money not selling hardware because I think there's a lot of dealers out there still still uh putting their hat on that um but they just need to understand more about the documents and um generally just you know really understanding workflow as it's already been said previously and um There has to be an alignment, I think. There's going to be an alignment, Uh, although mentioned it earlier that, you know, it's all been about the cost per page and cost and all that. And there really isn't an alignment if that's the direction that dealers are going as far as revenue stream. uh, There has to be a change in how they bill if they're really going to provide some some type of um, managed services to this customer, to their customer. And, and when I say managed services, that's the that really is the industry that understands the seat-based pricing. And that's the direction I think that uh, we'll see this industry going is towards seat-based pricing and really highly educating their sales force to be more technology literate and moving away from just selling hardware anymore that they, they really can't just you know, hang their hat on that anymore. So, um, you know, we we've always said or we say in the industry when I go out and teach that it's not the printers that print, it's the people that do. And perhaps the future is going to resemble the opposite where printers or printing software will choose for us, you know, whether we need to print something and where we need to print it or how to print it.
0: That is a fantastic closing word, Laurie. Thank you so much. <laughs> now I was actually just looking at my watch and like, Oh my God, we got to wrap it up sooner or later because otherwise we're going way over time here. Um, so with that, I would really like to thank everybody for preparing that podcast for sharing your insights uh, w- with our audience. And Let me really assure the audience that we're going to be working hard on on diving deeper into individual topics we just scratched the surface of today. So you can really have what our um, call is as a learning committee, help you get into those different aspects of managed print services, prepare for the future of managed print service, which is actually your own future. And with that, well, Please keep an eye on the website of of the MPSA for upcoming podcasts. Um, thank you, everybody, on this call today: Ed Mosteller, Laurie McLevish, um, Bill McVicker, Aldo Spinziri, Mitchell Philby, for taking the time out of your super busy days and being on the call, preparing it, and for all the the audience out there, please. Go to the website, um, send us your emails, uh, follow our survey we have online for any additional content you are missing today we need to cover or we need to cover in the future. And well, have a great rest of your day. Thank you very much everybody.